Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We talk, go out to the Around Downstairs Convenience Stores guest line. Truly steps beyond convenient. You got the world's most famous arena this weekend. The middleweight monster, Gennady Golovkin, taking on the Miracle Man, Daniel Jacobs. Don't miss a single punch. Golovkin Jacobs this Saturday night on HBO Pay-Per-View starting at 9 o'clock. Michael, thank you for the time. Really appreciate it. Uh, good to talk to you. Thank you. Is uh, where, where does Madison Square Garden rank among the the places you get to uh, you get to announce? Uh, right at the top. I mean, if there's anything closer, uh, you got to figure the O2 in London is pretty exciting. The fans really are uh, vocal and supportive, but there's just something magic, uh, magical about Madison Square Garden on a sold out fight night. It's it's just uh, legendary, you know, because you think of all the, the great fights that have happened there in the past. Do you do you still do a lot? Do you do a lot of reminiscing when when it comes to Saturday night and you get to the building? Are you doing a lot of thinking of the times you've been there before, or is it kind of like old hat? Is it routine to you at this point? Uh, you know, a little bit of both. I, I mean, you know, I've been doing it for a while, and uh, it's still nostalgic. I, I, I love the new configuration of uh, the garden, the seats, uh, the, the high-tech uh, screen up above, so it's, it's become more fan-friendly for the guys that are in the nosebleed seats to uh, make sure they never miss any of the action, which is uh, just part of modern sports today when you go to a, you know, a field like the Cowboys Stadium or, or Madison Square Garden or these high-tech um, you know, stadiums and arenas. Michael, I'm curious, what keeps you going? It seems like you have the same passion you've always had. And, and you know, and, and Brendan just mentioned the events. And, you know, I know everyone is different. It takes on its own kind of personality and distinct feel. But when you get there, you still have the same feeling you've always gotten when you get to a big event? Yeah, because the bottom line is I'm still a fan. I mean, I really, I, I love what I do. But at the same time, I just love being there. I mean, sometimes... It's so exciting to know that, you know, I, I get to introduce the fighters, but I get to sit down and watch the fight and, and really enjoy it. We're speaking with Michael Buffer here on 790 The Ticket. You guys can catch Golovkin versus Jacobs this Saturday night on pay-per-view. You guys definitely don't want to miss this. Uh, Mike, what, 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 is your rea- what is your interaction with the fighters? Because, I mean, you, you walk around now in the sport of boxing with almost a more famous name than a lot of the guys who step in that ring, and i got to imagine a lot of them walk in and they meet you for the first time they got to be in awe that oh, i'm going to be introduced by the voice of boxing so how much interaction do you have with these guys before you get to say their name before a main event i you know uh, sometimes you build up a relationship through the years um i've been doing all the klitschko fights for a dozen years uh i did almost every oscar de la Hoya fight i managed to introduce sugar ray leonard in uh, his his comeback after you know he came back and fought Hagler and and the half dozen or so fights he had after that and uh, I've built up friendships and relationships and sometimes you do have a a 
moment where the, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat because you love both guys. I mean, I remember, um, for example, and it goes back a ways, but uh, George Foreman in his second career, as a Muhammad Ali fan and a true fan, I hated George Foreman because I was an Ali guy. This is before I was in the business. And then when he made, you know, I, I, somehow I became a ring announcer, and here I am introducing George Foreman in this second comeback in the 1990s. And the second coming of George Foreman is this wonderful, lovable uh, gentleman and guy that you love to be around. And here he is fighting Michael Moore, who I knew since he was 19 years old and almost, did almost every fight that he had. And I knew his family and his mom and all that. And he knocks out Michael in the 10th round and becomes heavyweight champion of the world at the age of 45. And I've got tears in my eyes because I'm happy for George. And I just have this horrible feeling in my gut because this, this young man that I've known for his whole career, uh, you know, just got knocked out at defending his heavyweight title for the first time. So you, it's, it's a win and lose situation, but you got to be a fan. And, uh, you know, we've got this fight tomorrow night. Uh, I've gotten to know Danny Jacobs a little bit more, and this is really, really a nice guy who battled cancer and was told a few years back that he'd be lucky to walk again because he had cancer in his spinal cord. And, you know, it's just it's an amazing story. That's why he, he's changed his nickname to the Miracle Man, and he's got this, he's articulate, he's uh, personable, he's well-spoken, and just, uh, nice to be around, and at the same time, I've done all of Gennady's fights for the last uh, six years, and and I'm friends with him and his wife and his his son. <laughs> you know the same thing, mm-hmm. so it's going to be uh, you know a little bit of a heavy heartbeat for me. But I, I, I got to say, I'm a pretty big Triple G fan, and uh, you know I, I think he's got the edge here. But I wouldn't be shocked if uh, there's an upset because uh, Jacobs is one hell of a middleweight. What, in your time, Mike, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think is the thing that, I guess, is the X factor for making a guy a megastar in boxing? Because Gennady Golovkin, he's doing it all in the ring, and he seemingly, he seemingly is doing his part. Um, but I, I always wonder, like, why, why, why isn't a guy like Gennady Golovkin drawing the way a guy like a Floyd Mayweather does? Because what they do talent-wise, it, it, it's almost on, it's on, it's on equal footing. It's on equal level. Yeah. They're just as beautiful to watch on fight night um so just your time seeing boxer after boxer what do you think it is that really captivates the fans that that makes you go from a big star like Gennady is to i guess a mega mega star like floyd is yeah i you know there there was the just the way things evolved with floyd uh you know he went from being a uh, a junior lightweight champ to a lightweight champ to a, a super lightweight then uh, a welterweight champion, and, and, and that created a, a lot of buzz. Everything was on TV. Was, he had the right opponents at the right time, Ricky Hatton, Oscar De La Hoya, and uh, stars fighting stars uh, make you, uh, you know, a bigger star, and especially, of course, because you win. And Gennady has had a situation where, uh, you know, once everybody realized he's just going to knock you out, Nobody wanted to fight him. I mean, he really has struggled to get opponents. I mean, look at the situation with Canelo. Uh, Canelo was the, um, uh, first of all, he had Cotto, uh, had the WBC title, 
and then uh, you know it was mandatory for him to fight uh, the number one contender that Gennady had put himself into with the WBC, even though Gennady had these other world titleships, and and then they said, okay, we'll go ahead and fight Canelo, and then uh, and Canelo promised, well, I'll fight you if I win this, and then he didn't, then he gave up his title, and so he just keeps missing that little edge that that would give you a superstar that Mayweather had because guys wouldn't fight him. And now it's been, what, two, three years in Canelo even. I mean, for a Mexican fighter to give up the green strap, the WBC title, which is like every young Mexican fighter dreams of having the WBC title, that's really, uh, there's a big reason there, and it's not just financial. It's like, I don't want to fight this guy. He'll knock my head off. Maybe I can, Maybe if he gets older, I got a better chance. Michael, thank you for the time. We're looking forward to the fights this weekend. I can't wait. It's uh, it's going to be a pretty fantastic card. You got Chocolatito on the card as well. Uh, so we look forward to hearing your call. We look forward to hearing your introductions and uh, and the results and all that. And thank you for the time. Really appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Uh, stay warm and healthy down in the South Florida land. It's freezing here in New York, but it'll get better. <laughs> stay safe, man. Stay safe. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks, Michael. That's the great Michael Buff. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.